Welcome to Podcast Detected, where we say good morning to the apocalypse and face every zombie with a song. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the first episode kind of of the new podcast detected ish except it's also kind of like the old podcast detected i'm not really sure what to call it yet (laughs) um i'm sophie i'm writing zombies run the musical which is what we're going to be talking about um i'm also playing sam yao and doing lots of the instrumentation and editing with lots of help from other people i'm here with one of our fantastic cast and crew and (laughs) Drew, I'll let you introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, I am Drew. I voice Archie and I do some of the art stuff for Zombies Run the Musical. Yeah, hello. <laughs> some of the art stuff, meaning literally all the art stuff, and oh, it's all no, fantastic. No, no. There is a brilliant poster that I had no involvement in. Um. <laughs> oh, the, the, the Swedish zombies. Yeah. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a brilliant poster all around. Zombies run is how Zombies I want to say run. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say like, it with a little apostrophe, like little dots above. <laughs> the goal today, what we want to do is talk a little bit about what the musical is, because that's it in itself kind of a complicated question. Um, mm-hmm. How it happened, uh, the story of how there ended up being an entire cast and crew involved, which I still don't believe that that ever <laughs> happened. Um, yeah. And do that generally, like, without spoiling too much of what's in the musical, but giving kind of a sneak peek, a preview of the sort of thing that it is. First of all, I guess, just in terms of what it is and how it even happened, um, part of the reason Drew's here is she was a big part of that. (laughs) Um, I, a few months ago, really, once I started running over quarantine, got really into Zombies Run kind of for the first time and discovered the whole online community and got pretty obsessed with it in a way that I hadn't really been before, even though I had been running with Zombies Run for a while. Mm. And on Tumblr, actually, no, I should probably first explain, I had a history of writing musicals in high school and just hadn't done that in a long time and uh, have done NaNoWriMo a few times. I think you have too. Yeah, um, I've attempted it quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. Not succeeded on any time though. It's it's a good time, but I hadn't finished one in a really long time, and I was thinking mm. of doing Camp NaNoWriMo, which happens over the summer. Um, so it's like NaNoWriMo, except you just write novels during the summer. And they were doing like a musical thing. Like for the oh. month of July, it was like Camp NaNoWriMo the musical, and you were supposed to write a musical. Um And I had already had musicals on my brain. For some reason, I'd been thinking for like a couple months that I really wanted to do some work on musicals again and write more musicals. But I just hadn't done it and didn't really have an idea and didn't know what I would do. Um, And then on Tumblr, I saw, Drew, your post about what if Zombies Run were a musical and was kind of, just kept going back to read it, (laughs) just because the idea was so cool. What, like, made you write that? Like, what what put that idea in your head? (laughs) Um, so, I was on TikTok, and, um, (laughs) like, there's been a whole, uh, 
revival of Avatar Last Airbender. And I'm on musical TikTok because I'm a theatre kid. And there was, <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Um, and there was a bunch of people who were like trying to write Avatar Last Airbender as a musical. And I was just there like, oh my goodness, that would be really cool as a zombie drone musical. And I didn't really put much thought into it. I just sort of opened up my blog and mm-hmm. wrote out some ideas and suddenly everybody was like yeah yeah this sounds really cool and you you reblogged it and I sort of like read through your tags and you're like this is awesome and that was it was pretty impressive I had I think somebody did like a whole plotting of how this stage would go and they talked like they did a huge essay on different kinds of dance routines and that kind of thing I was just mm. really impressed and then you contacted me being like hi I wrote a song based on your post <laughs> and it was like 11 o'clock at night and I was just in bed sobbing listening to the song because it, <laughs> it was so good and I, I couldn't believe someone took inspiration from like a five minute post I made about Zombies <laughs> Run being a musical. <laughs> well yeah because I remember I remember reading it and thinking just I always want everything to be a musical so thinking yeah. automatically wow that would be cool it should be a musical and reading through it and then being being struck by how well it worked, mm-hmm. like, shockingly well. You wouldn't think that in a, a story that's essentially an audio drama would transfer really well to the stage, but mm. I could just, like, envision it. Like, you can imagine it, and there's so much action. Even though most of the action is, like, running, <laughs> somehow it just seemed like it would work. Um, I think it's... Because, like, Zombies Run is obviously an audio drama. It relies so much on soundscape and voice acting and just, like, emotion that you can derive from sound that translating Ooh, yeah. it to music wasn't... I didn't think would be a difficult job because music emotes such emotion anyway. Um, so imagining right. that as, like, audio was quite fun. But then there's the whole, like, staging thing, um, which I didn't yeah. really consider too much. I remember reading through it and going, wow, this would be cool. And just like thinking about it the whole rest of that day. And I think it was the day after I read it that I was like home alone and I had a couple hours before I was going to go to work. And Mm -hmm. I kept thinking about your description of the voice in the dark scene. Mm -hmm. That was just like the description of the staging of like Sam in a comm shack kind of upstage, like in the background. And then five downstage with the rotating stage just walking but Sam singing and so there's there's the dramatic irony of the fact the audience can see five and knows that five is alive still but Mm. Sam doesn't and so all the emotion of Sam not knowing and that that's something fundamental in Sam's character is that he wants everyone to come home all the time and he's willing to sing five back if necessary, knowing that five might be a lost cause at this point. He's just and, such a yeah. raging optimist. And yes, just being yes. that point of light, like in a scene where it's pretty dark and just five on their own and then having Sam as the, essentially the beacon was quite, that's what I took from inspiration for that scene. Right, right, exactly. And it's just like, it was such a good painting of his character um and I think what I remember about the idea for that song is I had the thought oh I could write that song Mm -hmm. and that would be fun 
I was like walking around my house, just getting ready for work. And I was, again, was home alone. So I kind of sing snatches of stuff to myself. And I didn't really have great ideas, except like five minutes before I was going to work, I sat down at the piano and just started playing a chord progression that I had played before, I think maybe for some other song, I had come up with it and the song didn't really work out very well, so I'd scrapped it. But I just like started making up a melody with the right hand and the tune was the dun, 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 da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, I like that, that's fun. That kind of like gets the right tone. <laughs> um, and I think, I probably still have it in my notes app, but I like opened my notes app and just like, wrote down something like, uh, hey, if you can hear me, dot, 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 question mark, question mark, question mark. I was like, I don't know what the rest of it is going to be, but I was like, hey, if you can hear me, something, something, something. And I didn't know what it was going to be. Um, and then like came up with more lyrics and stuff as I was driving to work. And while I was at work, I think the customers, I was working as a barista and I think all the customers who I was selling coffee to thought I was crazy because when I thought there were no customers and I was by myself, I would just be like, when you're alone, da, 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 what can be the next line? And like talking to myself about it. And then I would turn around, there would be a customer there. I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I saw your post about that. And I was like, oh my God, something's happening. <laughs> and then I went and recorded it on a crappy keyboard with a crappy mic and I sent it your way and was super freaked out for a few hours because I was like is it even good should I have sent that at all should I just like send a follow-up message like don't listen to this (laughs) don't don't listen to it it's fine (laughs) no I I actually loved it it like really made my day just opening it and seeing it and I was like hyped I was actually hyped after I listened to it the first seven times in one go (laughs) Yeah, it was yeah. it was a good first experience with releasing music in that way. Mm. I do what I, I remember when we were talking about it that night talking about like, oh, this could be like what if this part mm. were in a minor key and that's like Moonchild's part and <laughs> I remember I remember like saying something like um like, I'll write the whole musical if you don't stop me. And you're like, I'm not going to. No, I was definitely not going to stop you. I wanted to see that whole musical. Yeah, so that was... <laughs> I don't really remember. It kind of snowballed from there. I yeah. was going to write... I, oh, my gosh. What was I going to do? It was supposed to be a concept album that had, like, maybe 10 songs total Yeah. that were all just like played on piano. I was going to play all the parts and was going to be done in like a month. <laughs> and I was just like, it was going to be like a follow-up to the whole Voice in the Dark thing. And then suddenly there were a ton of people who were interested in playing parts and yeah. being part of it. And when I sent out the casting call, <laughs> I think I called it like casting call sort of. Like yeah, you're <laughs> basically, like, if, <laughs> if, you're, if you want to be part. <laughs> I remember um, talking to people and just getting so many messages from people who were like, I can do this, I can do that. I have like this background in music performance. And I was so blown away by how many people are fans of Zombies Run and also are so musically talented. Mm. It's, and it's that's just insane. like crazy. Like there's so many amazing creative people in this teeny tiny fandom. Like we've just got such a high concentration of 
really brilliantly talented people. And considering how few of us there are, you wouldn't think there would be. Right. Exactly. I was so shocked by how many people were interested in being involved. Um, and I ended up casting the musical more or less. I, I think I took every, I don't, there wasn't anybody who was interested in being involved that didn't end up being involved. Mm. Um, and I, I ended up casting the musical before it was all written, which was really nice, actually, because I got to write the songs for people's voices. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of their songs that I wrote that were not specifically tailored to people's voices. I mean, I, like, bullied you into casting me as Archie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even do a cast. I was just like, I'm going to be Archie. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, That's true. You were, I think you were the first person to be cast. Um, yeah, because you were like, oh, I'm making this musical. And I'm like, if I'm not Archie, I'm not going <laughs> to let you do this, you know? <laughs> not like I had any control over it, but I'm very glad I got, I bullied you into making me Archie. Oh, yeah. No, it's your perfect, perfect Archie voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that great, but thank you. No, it's so good. You oh. all will hear very soon. How perfect Drew's voice is for Archie. <laughs> Thank you. I think it's I just so have the high bubbly energy, really, that Archie does. Um, because <laughs> she's consistently hyper, and I love her to bits. She's so great. You also she's do so a pretty great. mean, vaguely Eastern European accent. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, it's really something, isn't it? <laughs> you should do the line... About the best boyfriend in the whole post-apocalyptic world. We'll save that. We'll save it. <laughs> because honestly, I, I don't know. How does it even go? Jamie is the best boyfriend in the whole of the post-apocalyptic world. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there we it's go. It's so bad. It's so bad. But I mean, no, it brings I've you joy. No, I've proved my point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I'm really grateful you... You caved and made me Archie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't. You didn't have to do too much work to convince me because I'd already heard your voice. I knew like what you could do, and I guess oh. actually, it is true that I think the Archie song or the first Archie song was the second thing I wrote. Yeah, you sent that to me before, like I think before the casting call. I can't yeah. remember. Um, and I was like, oh, I, think I love so. this, and then. You just d decided to write a whole musical, and it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, the Archie song, I think, was another, like, composed in the car sort of thing, where I was, like, driving to work, and, yeah, that was another sort of got thrown together based on, like, snatches of lyrics in the car and stuff. And, yeah, I think that was the second song, but I had already heard your voice, so I knew what sort of range to write it in. Yeah. I love the Archie range. Like, you definitely did do a brilliant job of like fitting all the songs to everybody's different voices and I think that's what like you said it was a brilliant thing to have it all casted before you had the thing completed because it's just really nice hearing everybody's range like with um Becca and the Sarah songs like oh my gosh yes. it just it just hits her range so well and then with Matty and the Simon songs oh it's just it's so good yes every time I hear one of Becca's takes of like one of the Sarah lines that are just way higher than I can actually hit. Yeah. I just do a little dance inside. I get so excited. <laughs> She's just brilliant at those high notes. Oh, I could never. She's so good. <laughs> She's and so I just, good. I didn't understand before writing this how 
how much of like a spiritual experience it is to write notes that you personally cannot sing because I'm a really low alto. So I just like don't do well with the high stuff, but Becca's soprano voice is just so good. And so I wrote things knowing her range and being like, I know she can sing this, but I haven't heard her sing it yet. And Mm -hmm. I can't sing it. And then hearing her sing it was like, I wrote these notes that this other person can sing, but I can't. And it was like, it was a wild experience. It's really cool every time I hear it. It's, yeah, it's like you finally, you get to see this creation of like a, a huge collaboration between your brilliant songwriting and Becca's brilliant singing. It's definitely really <laughs> wonderful to just watch. It's great. I kept trying to find someone to play Sam the whole yeah. time. I was like, I think I actually said in one of the earlier updates, like, hey, I'm still looking for a Sam if you like are interested in playing that part. Um, but it was like every single person I talked to, I would ask, like, hey, what kind of character would you be interested in playing? And often people would throw out names, but nobody talked about Sam. Like, nobody was interested in playing Sam. I, like, was still till the very end considering casting someone else in the role of Sam. But it sort of, I guess, became more clear to me as time went on that it was going to end up being me. And I'm not going to lie, that made me really nervous. Yeah. Um, because Sam's just such a beloved character I by so many people. I think why so many people didn't want to, like, be cast as him. Because he's yeah. such an iconic character. It's like, you can't really fill those shoes, especially since his voice is the huge part of Zombies Run. Then the voice would be the huge part of the musical. Um, it's true. But honestly, listening to you play Sam in, like, the stuff in Act 1 and then a couple of the songs in Act 2 that you've mocked up, like... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's absolutely wonderful, and I couldn't really imagine another voice as Sam in this musical. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> I love it. Thank you. That makes me so happy. It's yeah, been hard to play that part mm. for a lot of those reasons. Just like it is not. I think that Sam and I are really similar, actually, in a lot of ways. Because I mean, part part of the reason that even writing a voice in the dark was like why that song still makes me emotional, even though I've sung it a gazillion times at this point. There's something about that core idea of not being willing to let stories end when they're sad. And waiting for the happy ending because you believe that it's going to be happy, even if you don't know how we're going to get there. And that the the bridge, not the bridge, I don't know, the part part at the end, the ending of the song um, where he's like, So someone tell me how it ends or teach me how to cope, like teach me how to deal with that is so autobiographical. There's actually so much of that song that's just, it's really just me. It's just Sophie. (laughs) And in the, but in the context of Sam singing to five and like not just, I'm not willing to throw in the towel and let the ending be sad. I just believe it's going to be happy, but also there's, a broken-hearted part of me that thinks it won't be. But also, mm. I refuse to believe that. It's just his, um, like, stubborn optimism. Like, he is aware that the world is terrible, but he's like, refuses to let that stop him from hoping. And I think yeah. that's what a lot of people really like about Sam and what yes. he managed to emote in Voice in the Dark. The thing that makes 
that scene or like I guess the voice in the dark so powerful in some ways even just the story not just not the song is that he's right that nobody else is but he's also there's the line in the song about like I'm a fool to wait for a break of day mm. and like he is it's dumb <laughs> it's dumb to wait for five and it's true that five's probably dead that's yeah. just probably true and yet he's optimistic about it and has hope but that's correct he's right <laughs> five's gonna make it but he yeah. doesn't know that yet so yeah I don't know what I was talking about originally I think I was talking about playing Sam and how at first I was like I don't have the accent I can't do the accent without making it sound weird hey, um, like a lot of us can't do the accents like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I can't do the Archie accent too well so it's fine it's true. We don't even try to do the accents, really. <laughs> a couple. Yeah, I mean, you did. You're really. You're. I think you're the only person who's like really kind of hit the actual accent of the character. I fully commit to it. Like I was like, I am going big or I'm going home. So. <laughs> well, I mean, fun. I guess Beb already sounds exactly like Janine, but she doesn't yeah. have to try. She just is Janine. <laughs> She's got that like the sharp English accent. Um, yes. Like, really well, like. Pr- pronounced and it's amazing and I love it yes I love hearing her Janine every time in any sort of scenario no 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 May's Moonchild is beautiful it's just oh she sounds so good as Moonchild it's so good it's so gentle and soothing but also I'm a little worried that she's gonna kill me yeah it's pretty sinister sometimes (laughs) I want to talk a little bit about how a musical like this might work on stage because obviously we're doing an audio only concept album so mm-hmm. it's all audio and once once it's fully released we'll have like lyrics that are going to have notes in them it's going to read a little bit like a book for a musical so it'll have notes about even some stuff like lighting or this is where the characters are and like helping to, to distinguish what's going on on stage and like how mm-hmm. the adaptation works um but we're not right now filming anything. So all this is conceptual, but I just think it's kind of fun to talk about yeah. how it might work on stage. I know originally I've been writing it thinking about a rotating stage because you talked about a rotating stage in yeah, that's... the original post that I based everything on. So like, why? Wh- how did that come to mind? Um, well, obviously it kind of stems a little bit from my obsession with Hadestown, um, but also like just the logistics of it's a musical about runners, um, mm-hmm. and in order for things to maintain motion on like a singular stationary area, you have to have a rotating stage, um, and there's like a lot of different like coordination and um, what is the word I am looking for? Begins with a C. Geography uh, that you can do with mm-hmm. a rotating stage that's just really interesting to the eye as well. And because originally I thought that five would be um, mute or played by uh, s- someone who signs, um, mm-hmm. we could have more like visual stuff with uh, five like dancing. Um, I, th- I can't remember who it was. I think it was at Running for Chaos mentioned frantic assembly and like um, mm-hmm. all the different kind of stunts and a rotating stage would allow for such like intricate things to do um, that could really draw the eye into the, a, a silent protagonist so that's why yes <laughs> yeah I hadn't thought about a rotating stage ever in conjunction with something like a 
musical about runners, but mm. it works so well conceptually because like there's so many moments where people are running from point A to point B and obviously artistically on stage there wouldn't be quite so much all the action happens while you're no, running. We wouldn't want to tire like the actors <laughs> out just like consistently running would not be good for them. Right, exactly. But like even so there's so many moments where you are moving from point A to point B and have to convey information while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like there's dialogue that happens and you have to be moving, but also you can't really be moving and a rotating stage is so perfect to make that happen. I think like I used to see rotating stages that were sort of slanted, so you could have like a, you could play with heights or whilst also on rotation, which was kind of the idea that I had for Voice in the Dark with Sam being higher than five and like having Ooh, yeah. that kind of movement um but the there are like technical difficulties that rely on that with having different heights and certain parts can't move so True. yeah it's all conceptual and just thinking about it right exactly well the other thing that's cool about the slanted idea is that um Abel's on a hill so yeah. like you've got you can even have situations where you can visually portray the movement up the hill and the tower, like, coming over the crest of the hill. Yeah. Um, stuff like that would look really cool. The more we talk about it, the more I just, like, really want it to yeah. be on stage. If, like, we had, a, like, like, an unlimited budget, oh, it would be brilliant. <laughs> I know. We just all pick a central location, we'll all just go, we'll put it on. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I wish. I uh, wish. It would be so good. One of the hardest things about even thinking conceptually about what a Zombies Run musical might look like is the fact that Runner 5 isn't a person, <laughs> like mm-hmm. isn't, isn't a character, doesn't have an innate personality. Obviously, it's a stand-in. You can be yourself or you're a character that you've created and everyone mm-hmm. has different fives and that's such a huge part of enjoying zombies run and being a fan is that you have a five and Mm -hmm. you can talk about everyone else's fives and everyone's five is different and it makes the story fundamentally different Mm -hmm. however you think about five um so making zombies run into like a tv show or a movie or something like that would be really hard because how do you characterize a person who fundamentally is not supposed to be characterized eventually i realized that we do that all the time. Like, everyone characterizes five in fan fiction and mm-hmm. in fan art and stuff like that because everyone has different fives, and that's okay somehow. And I was like, why is that okay when it wouldn't be okay in a movie? And it's like, because everyone has a different conception and the fact that you have a certain five in your fiction or your writing doesn't invalidate or make someone else's five not correct. Yeah. It's just a different one. And in theater, you put on a show in different places and different times all the time. Like every time you, re- you do a new production of the show, it's redone and it's new in the same way that every time you write a new fan fiction, it's new. Mm-hmm. And I hit on the idea that if this were a real musical, the director would just characterize five. Like the director gets to decide what gender five is or what sexuality five is or how what five's personality is even things like that so Mm -hmm. five is mute more or less (laughs) 
Um, slight spoilers, but like mostly, maybe entirely, I'm not going to give that away, but Five really doesn't sing or talk in the musical. Mm -hmm. um, but like the reasons for that and how Five's personality interacts with people, even things like does Five have like romantic involvement with any other character? <laughs> All that's kind of up to the director's choice. It's really mm -hmm. up to each production which I think is super cool and just makes me want to see different productions of the musical. Yeah. It's like all up to personal interpretation of like the director and what they see and what they read from the story. I think at least in part the music, at least the songs that have been written so far, at least I've tried to do this, make it so that it's, it's ambiguous enough what Five's relationship is or the exact sort of relationship Five has with each of the characters that it's, it really is kind of up to interpretation mm -hmm. visually. What you want to do with it visually is just what you want to do with it. And the songs yeah. allow for visual playing with that idea of how Five interacts with all these other characters. Especially, I would say, like, Simon. I think there's so much room for interpreting Five's, like, relationship with Simon and yeah. how they interact with one another and stuff like that. I mean, it's the same with, like, with what Six to Start did originally was making it vague enough that you could come up with your own ideas, but strong enough that it was somewhat applicable into mm -hmm. the story. Um, and so doing that is really difficult. And it's it's been... I, I could imagine it's been kind of a struggle to figure out that vagueness, yet also having, like, points of character interaction because you don't just want to have, like, a super vague main character. Yeah, that's the, that's the weird paradox is that the, the characterization has to be serious and strong and make sense. Like, we have to know who this person is, but Six to Start can't do it for us, no. so each of us does it. <laughs> and even in the context of the musical, we don't really do it, we don't really characterize Five, but the production would. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, the, the really nice thing that you originally came up with, which is that Five just, like, doesn't sing. Mm-hmm. Which I think works really well, so <laughs> kudos to you. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I think I saw a couple of um, people... Uh, I want to remember the name so I can properly give them credit it was um i am runner five they mentioned having like multiple fives in a production that changes out so it'd be like different gendered fives different body shapes different you know mm -hmm. um, races and it would like switch out throughout the show and um like the characters would just all interact the same way but i the problem there lies you'd have to like cast a whole group of people to play one role and it becomes like a production issue and that kind of thing right but it is a really it's cool true. idea, like, if you could have, like, a whole cast of people playing one character. Yeah. Well, actually, it's... I don't think I've ever heard of anything like that, and it would actually incentivize people to come back mm. on different days of the week, even. You could have a different five for every day. Yeah, it'd just be, like, each show is different and kind of relates to, like, each five is different. It's yeah. almost like... It's almost like interactive, but not. It's like the storyline yeah. is slightly different each time, but the music never changes. Yeah, just like Zombies Run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I That reminds me, I was thinking about trying to explain why I personally think Zombies Run works 
as a musical adaptation, not just in the idea of it being on stage, but musically. Why does it mm. work to have these characters sing? Because it does. I've tried to adapt harder things into musicals, and this one just is really natural. And yeah. it's like kind of hard to explain why that's true. I think maybe part of it is lots of people listen to music while running, if that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> like we inherently sort of link music to running, and I even link certain songs to certain scenes in Zombies Run because I was mm-hmm. listening to that song while it was happening. Same, yeah. I do the exact same. <laughs> And so many people, yeah, connect songs to characters and... But I don't know, why Why do you think it's so musical? What makes the story so musical? Oh, I don't... Oh, man. Um, it's... I think I, I said earlier, like, because it's, it's, an, it's an audio drama, like, mm-hmm. it re- relies so heavily on audio to, like, carry the story, and it's the same with, with musicals. But I guess... Um, like the thing about musicals is is when there's like strong emotions that's when the characters sing it's not you know during the transitional scenes when they're talking um mm. so and it's similar with with zombies run is they only talk or they only emote during the important parts like you don't just have like a random supply run it, when you're playing it's it's always mm-hmm. the key plot points and that's the same with musicals you don't sing oh i'm just going off on a walk you sing the key plot points and i guess that translates really well from the plot points in Zombies Run to the plot points in the musical. I don't know if I'm just talking absolute rubbish, but that's no, that makes, what I That makes so it. much sense. I actually, I hadn't thought about that before, that it the beats are the things that are important. And even in a really complicated story, you rem- the things you remember are the really important moments that happened. Mm-hmm. And those moments are sort of the things that translate well to song. Yeah. That's really cool. I also, actually, now that I think about it, I think Zombies Run also has really, because the characterization is so strong and every single Mm -hmm. character has such a distinct voice because it's audio, um, means that musical motifs aren't all that hard to come by. You can hear a beat or hear a chord progression or a certain instrument and be like, oh, there's Simon. Simon's ukulele strum, you know? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Ukulele will always be Simon's instrument for me from now on. It really, it's really just his vibe through and through. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I like. You're completely right. Yeah, they all have almost like a motif of their own, even if it's just talking, Um, because they all got their own like melody of talking and their own rhythms and their own like intonations, and that is Mm -hmm. super easy to translate over into music. Um, Unlike just having a story like written down like a book. Because there's no rhythm behind the way they talk. There's no um, emotion when you're reading. I mean, there is, but, like, no audio emotion. So Right, right. Yeah. When I think about, like, Archie, even before I had written anything for the characters... Sorry, I lost my headphone. It's gone. Okay, there we go. Um, Even before I had written any of the actual songs, every time that Archie appears or starts talking... You sort of hear subconsciously, or at least I do, maybe I'm just crazy, like a little happy piano riff, like as her intro music. Yes. Yeah, she just has she just has a like an aura about her that's just a little little ditty, a little ditty on the piano. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and like Simon, same thing with like ukulele strums just like really yeah. 
out there. We don't really care. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, um, just just super chill. And then Van Ark, whenever Van Ark appears, I at least hear like dun 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 with like the, yeah. the big string ensemble, that sort of thing. Like just like low, the whole orchestra is involved because he just thinks he's that important. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think there's one oh 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 Sarah. This is a little spoilery, but that's fine. <laughs> the um military snare drum yeah like I do, love do, it. Do, 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 do. that like is what i hear every time sarah talks and like we pulled a little bit of that into the musical because it works it, it works for work. her it works very well sarah also has the song that gets reprised more than anything else in the entire show kind of like the real sarah just consistently keeps coming back that's true. <laughs> Can't get rid of her. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. I love Sarah, so. It's true. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk a little bit. I want to hear about the artwork because I haven't really gotten to hear you talk properly about how it all happened. I, like, knew you were a good artist, but then you were like, okay, I'm, like, gonna go do some work and, like, make a logo and do little like thumbnails for all the songs i was like oh that's cool and then you came back with the art and i was like how did this happen how did you create something so beautiful so like please tell me how how did it happen what did you do i feel like i just entered a fugue state because like i have no clear recollection i just sat down and was like this is i'm gonna create today and i I can't remember what were the first ones i created um i think it was the voice in the dark and the arch no it wasn't the archie one but i remember i created voice in the dark um because mm. I, I just wanted to do like little symbols to show each song because i absolutely love the songs and i wanted to portray that visually um mm. and i knew we were aiming for like a red and black and white theme and yeah i just i sat down and <laughs> um i don't really have a process i just kind of attacked it and I created something and you guys were just really positive about it. And I was like, okay, I can work with this, like, minimalism, just line art, um, kind of grungy aesthetic. And you, yes. everybody was just super positive about it. And so I just kept working on it and made all the others. And it was so much fun. I've never had so much fun creating, like, a, a big project like that. Like, it was 14, 15 pieces. Um, mm, mm-hmm. And usually I just give up after three, but I was just... <laughs> I was just really excited and I did want something to portray visually some of like my favorite songs from the musical um cuz it is really well written um Aww. and <laughs> I wanted I wanted to show that and I wanted to show my appreciation for it and you guys really liked it and you were like can we do some more I was like hell yes I can do some more <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I went on to do the logo. The first few logos I came up with, they were a little little bit of a miss. Um, so I took a step back and I sat down. I was like, okay, okay, I want to do something with, like, listening to headphones. And then I made the, the Zombies Run logo. And to this day, it's my favorite piece of art I've ever made. Like, I look at it and it's I'm just so, so proud of it. I can't believe I've made something like that. Like, I look at it and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I, I'm really proud of it. Um, it's so good. It's so... I- <laughs> It's, like, morbid and adorable simultaneously, which I just, like... The, ad- the adorableness comes from you guys suggesting to put, like, the musical notes around it. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was really cute. Just, like, rotting undead figure who looks kind of happy, actually, just, like, yeah. listening to music with, like, the little happy music notes around. And it's just, like, it's exactly... Not just is it the Zombies Run vibe, but I think even more specifically, it's just exactly the Zombies Run musical vibe. Yeah. That is, I, I, that's it. That's the show. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really glad everybody, like, just really liked it. Because um, I, I used to do graphic design for, um, I, I have a media A-level, so I have qualification in media, um, mm-hmm. and I never got to use it because I don't do it with my degree anymore, so being able to use it again was absolutely brilliant, and I'm really glad to, like, revive all these old skills again. <laughs> It's so good. Thank I'm you. so glad. You're too talented. All the art, all the beautiful Archie music. It's so good. Just trying to like, just trying to get the world interested in your amazing talent. Aw, thank you. <laughs> oh, I was about to say something else about the artwork, and I don't remember what. Oh, oh yes, I want to talk about the poster. Yes, the poster. I just, I the first time I saw it. The thing that I love most about it is obviously the tagline, like the musical tagline is good morning to the apocalypse, mm-hmm. um, which is like, I uh, again, this is spoilery, but fine, I'll say it, call it a sneak peek, is like Simon's thing. That's yeah. Simon's line. And it's so, the whole point is here we are in the apocalypse and everything kind of sucks, but also... You know, it's been going on for a while, and we can make the most of it, and that's okay. <laughs> it's like optimistic um, nihilism. It's, you yeah. know, like, we're all gonna die, might as well have some fun, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. And, like, the fact that, because I remember originally we, we debated between the, the tagline, especially for the poster, being Sarah's main repeated line, which is, run for your life, mm-hmm. um, which sounds kind of menacing and... There's lots of urgency to it. Um, and then there's Simon's Good Morning to the Apocalypse, which is so much, so much more happy and, like, we're all good. It's okay. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you went with the Simon line because it's so – visually, the poster is, like it, – it shows the fact that we're in a dark, threatening world and things are scary and zombies could eat you. But also – Good morning to the apocalypse, fam. Yeah. It's okay. We're going to have a good time. And I just, I love looking at that poster. Every time I see it, I smile. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was um, debated in the chat um, about, like, what tagline they wanted. And, and somebody said, like, they wanted a dark tagline for, like, a happy poster and a, a happy tagline for a dark poster, which is why I chose Good Morning to the Apocalypse. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it was just a really fun juxtaposition to the, the, um, the art, like you said. <laughs> it would be really fun. I don't know. This is maybe an Act 2 thing, but it would be kind of cool to have, like, a different poster for Act 2 that was the opposite. That was the happy happy poster, but run for your life. Yeah. I just well, we want to know what that would look like. Talking about um, having, like, a different color scheme for Act 2 songs and the icons, because... Ooh, true. I thought, yeah, I thought that'd be a good idea. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I think I put it in the chat and you guys were like, yes, do it. Um, (laughs) so like, I am totally happy to do like a happy poster with like the different color scheme for act two with a more darker thing. Um, that would just be really funky. It'd just be really cool. It would be so cool. I, 
It's also funny to do that for Act 2 because Act 1 is kind of all fun and games. Not really, yeah. but, like, you know, it's more... More Compared happy. to Act 2, it is happy and jolly and everything's going great. <laughs> yeah, and then Act 2, which I... Sorry, guys, you're going to have to wait a lot longer for Act 2, but, like, all hell breaks loose in Act 2. Yeah, <laughs> and so... Like, it's a real punch in the face. It's funny. <laughs> like, it's yeah. good. It's a good punch in the face, but it's a punch in the face. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It'll be a good time. But also, don't worry about that. It'll be a while before don't we have Act it's 2. Fine. It's all good. <laughs> like, but, hopefully we have Act 1 soon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody's, you know, on it at the moment. And it's just so exciting seeing all the, the colors on the, the sheet of people marking off that they've completed their stuff roll in. Because it's just, ooh, we're closer and closer yes. to having a complete act one. And it's just yes. exciting. I'm so excited. Okay, well, if we keep talking, I'm going to spoil more things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to do that. My cheeks are hurting um, a little bit from smiling too much. So. <laughs> Oh, we can't we can't keep recording if if Drew's cheeks are hurting from smiling. <laughs> no, it's fine. We can keep going. I'm just, I'm just having a good time. So I just I have not stopped smiling for about forty five minutes. So. I'm laughing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard at the cheeks hurting thing. I don't know why. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to tell people where to find you, just, like, in general? Yeah, um, I am Chaotic5 on Tumblr, um, and you can also follow my art Instagram, which is at chaoticart, with a K for chaotic and art with an E at the end. Um, I'm pretty loud in the fandom, so it's not that hard to find me. Like, I just don't (laughs) shut up, so... That's true. You all know Drew already, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I just don't. I, oh, I don't rumble. I rumble a lot, so I'm really sorry. Um, but yeah, you'll find me, Chaotic, uh, Chaotic 5 on Tumblr. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful rambling. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's, just, it's, a, it's a frequency thing. If I just talk a lot, eventually some of it will be fine, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a, good, that's a good policy to live by. I yeah, definitely you, do that. <laughs> You know, throw stuff at a wall so many times, eventually something will stick. Um, It's true. I'm very grateful the thing that stuck was the musical. Um, (laughs) This has been an absolutely brilliant, brilliant time. That's so funny. That should be our new tagline. Drew's (laughs) thing that stuck. No. That's the new that's the new poster. It's like a really happy thing, and then it's like zombies run the musical. Drew's thing that stuck. No, that can't be my legacy. No, <laughs> it'd be great. I'll do like I'll do a silly poster. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, right, we'll, do, we'll have another silly poster because those those fuel me. Yes. Those give me life. Yes. <laughs> I'm uh, just another cricket on Tumblr. Um, that's just like my. It was originally supposed to be like a zombies run account, and then I post other things on there too. But like, if you want to talk to me, you can message me on there. Um, People call me Cricket all the time now because of that, uh, which is a really long story how I got the username, just another Cricket, so, like, I'll tell that some other time. But, yeah, that's me. And then if you want to learn about the actual musical, which is more interesting, 
Zombies Run Musical is the actual official Tumblr page. So you can go there too. And we're going to have a website sometime yeah, uh, before um, Act One. That I is think. something I'm working on that I completely forgot about. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, we have a website coming up. Um, it's taking time because, you know, websites, fun, hard, difficult, but we're getting there. Yes. But yeah, it's worth waiting for because it's super gorgeous. Even just the work in progress, so it'll be, oh. it'll be fantastic. Be excited for it. Be excited for Act One. Yes. It'll all be fun. It'll be so much fun. All right. If you made it through all of this rambling that we have done, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. We're gonna have lots more fun stuff. We're gonna talk about uh, the rest of Act One when it releases. We're gonna have less. Non-spoil. We're gonna be able to spoil things. I don't know what I was trying to say there. We're gonna be able to talk about things without worrying about spoiling them. Yeah. Um, and have some interviews with a lot of the cast, and it'll be a good time. Yeah. So it'll be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you, Drew, want to close us off and oh my god, uh, wish the listeners well? <laughs> oh my god. Um. Ah. Do I just? I'll just go for it. Yeah, go for it. Okay, thanks for listening and stay safe out there. (laughs) Stay safe out there.